But somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame, like a big shadow. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. First podcast I've never produced. This is great. Uh, finally, my secretary is starting to do her job around. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Quick plug, brand new Ghost Energy here at the FIHQ here at the Booty and the Beast podcast. We just did a flavor review on it. Um, what do you, I, mean, I know we have a ton to cover. It's been a hot minute since we've been here, but initial thoughts on this one. It, obviously, we're going to share it to Instagram. We're going to share it here on the podcast yes, yes. too. Um, my thoughts, I would say I, I've always been a fan of cherry lime in general for flavor. So I was excited about this one. The I've flavors just been a are fan there. Of cherry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say it. that of... Of all the flavors, it's not my top, top favorite, but it's definitely not the worst either. It's kind of in the middle for me. Um, just not quite as bold as I was imagining. So I, I love everything about cherry, and I love everything about being in the middle. Okay. If that makes any sense. Of course. Why? Why do you let me speak like this? Because <laughs> oh, I I'm going to be no 36 control. years old. I have no control. I'm going to be 36 years old in three weeks, and um, I'm still And he a, acts like it. I'm a fucking child sometimes. <laughs> uh, okay, so... I got an email yesterday uh, from Danielle at fitnessinformer.com and there was a podcast outline because we've been trying to do this podcast for a while and I've been so busy with everything that's going on with FitButters and we'll probably have to say that for a podcast for another day um, that I said, if we need to get this, we need to do this fucking podcast, but I need you to, to produce the show, direct yeah. the show, figure out what we're doing because traditionally it's like we find a guest, we talk and- um, You know, and it's nice to have guests, but sometimes it's nice, like if we don't have a guest- we need an outline. We need to know what we're talking about. Well, I, I mean, I know what I'm talking about all the time. I just, oh, yeah. you just you want just structure. Um, he likes to wing it. I like to do a lot of things. <laughs> uh, but apparently, if I'm reading this, um, I mean, this is this is some serious stuff, guys. This is front and back shit here. So, I mean, this is the most <laughs> professional this podcast has, has probably ever have, has ever been. And, and we're going to find out if people like this or not. But right. uh, I'm assuming, based on uh, the bullet point number one, is we're speaking about uh, the, these things. The hot called, topic at this time of year, of course. New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions. Did you make one? You know, this year I think might be the first year I hit. Make one right now. There's still time. Anything. It's only January yeah. sixth. Whatever it is. I don't even know what it is. I don't even know what date it is. I uh, I I think right now. Publicly announce your New Year's resolution. I I don't have. Don't I, be a pussy. Just, I have been saying that I want to do yoga every day, so I think I might stick with that. Yoga. Yep. What about the marathon thing? Well, once I'm. Not pregnant. Well, you're going to you're gonna be spitting out a baby here in like five weeks. I mean. Well, yeah, but then I can't start that goal right now. No, but you could say my New Year's resolution is to complete a half marathon this year. Oh, well, that's definitely going to happen. That's not even a resolution. <laughs> what's, a, what's your definition of a resolution? I feel though? like it's like a daily goal to improve yourself. It doesn't have to be daily, does it? Like a lot of people are like, it? hey, no, I mean, right. A lot of people's New Year's resolution revolves around weight loss. It's number one New Year's resolution on the, on the fucking planet. Like I want to lose 10 pounds by my birthday doesn't mean you have to work out every single day. It just means within that time frame. Now, to be successful, which we'll talk I was just, about. I was going right, to say, yeah. You probably should make small goals. Not very goals. specific, right? Like that, You can make very broad goals, I suppose, for the entire year. But like, 
I guess I can make a goal for right now to start after baby and postpartum and all that good stuff. Go back to doing yoga every day. It's more interesting. Yeah, exactly. We'll just do yoga. Yoga every <laughs> single day. I yeah. need to, now, now I think it's only fair that I do a New Year's resolution that I have not done. Um, you know what I really want to do? Yes. And I don't know if I can do it. And I'm going to publicly say I don't know if I can do it. I want to put my phone down by 8 p.m. every day. Away. That is a challenge I would love to see you actually do. The reason why I don't know if I can do it is because I'm running two fucking businesses. Oh, I know. And for example, okay. for people- I think you would love to do it, but as you said, your anxiety for you not to know- It might be good for me, but the thing is like, I was working on Christmas Day. On New Year's Day, I was working I because think, our website I think one issues. of the coolest things I've heard, and I don't even remember which person on the phone, because I hear all his phone calls because <laughs> I'm here all the time, but someone said anything- and everything can wait till tomorrow, really. Like most things, that yeah. are, when people are contacting you at 8 p.m., it can wait till tomorrow. Unless the website's broken and you're doing a bogle fix. That is sale. that is something that That is can't a wait till tomorrow. That needs to be fixed now. That's true. Um, but at the same time, I, I think for the most part, most things can be put on hold until tomorrow. So I, 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 so I, no, think, it's not I a thought. It's I a think, thing. I've been, I've been, I, I think I, that was great advice. And I, ever since someone said that, I was like, huh. I don't think Ryan will ever do it. I verbalized. <laughs> how many how many times do you hear me verbalize how much I fucking hate social media? The second we are done with somehow with these businesses, you won't have a phone. I'll have a phone. <laughs> I need a You'll phone. You'll have a flip phone. Um, but I mean, I don't need to be connected. Like the outside of businesses, the only good thing that comes from social media, and this is also like what I've seen from trends on social media is one of the biggest resolutions people are making is they're dropping Facebook or they're dropping Twitter or TikTok. Mm -hmm. Because if you look, the iPhone has a cool feature. If you look to see how much screen time you it's have really per sad. day, like you'll see where it's at. It's like five hours a day um, or Obviously, I have more than most because I'm we're running multiple different functions. And I'm but, always doing TikToks and Reels and all that Yeah, so stuff. I bet you I bet you, if you pulled stats this year in terms of what's your New, year, New Year's resolution, number one would be some sort of health-related thing. Two would be like mental health tied to social media attachment. For sure. So. How uh, many of, like, we hear it all the time. It's the social media break, right? Like, people need that. Right. Yeah, for uh, sure. And we'll see. I mean, I've I've seen some people, like, on December 31st saying, like, see ya. And, you know, we'll see if they stick to it. Um, but I think when you're, like, away from something for so long, after a while, you just don't care anymore. It's kind of like working out, right? When you work out so often for so long, it becomes routine. So It becomes part of what you do. As long yeah. as you don't have FOMO and think you're missing out on something. Like, for me, I need to understand, like, what's important is in this house and then in, in my businesses, but grandpa and grandma, my mom and my dad, like they're three and a half hours away. So it gives mm -hmm. us an opportunity to share memories with them. Facebook is mainly like family. Facebook is family. That's kind of what it really is. It's like, that's why I share the photos. That's why I share all that stuff is because I want my aunts, cousins, uncles, all the people I don't get to see very often to see what's going on in our lives. So that part isn't as bad. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's so. Here's here's my New Year's resolution. I'm going to start with this, and I may add one later on. We've we've talked before about No Tech Tuesdays, right? Like mm -hmm. No Technology Tuesdays. We don't have Rory on Tuesdays, so why don't we? I'll do this. No Tech Thursdays. I'll start like there. That. I'll start small. Yeah. Every Thursday, so starting next week, uh, as soon as we get the girls and we're done with working, I turn my phone off. I like that. So we put it in the drawer. We put it in the drawer and we hang out with the family. I love and it. that way I we go so that much. way we go into Fridays not giving a fuck. <laughs> so then yeah. so then no tech Thursdays leaves to fuck it Fridays. 
I like it. I think we're on to something. So yes, there, that's my yes. New Year's resolution. Hers is to do yoga every day. Uh, you did make a, a suggestion or an offer to me if I do yoga with you every day. <laughs> do we want to talk about this publicly? If you want to bring it up, I could, you could do I it. I mean, no, your mother, I I, your mother I listens saying. to this podcast. She would not... <laughs> I mean, whatever. We're married. We can do as we please. But yes. all right. All right. Anyway. You take back the show. Take right. back the show. Yes. Yes. All right. So on statistics wise, I know it's kind of a lame way to kind of bring it in. But first thing first, 38% of U.S. adults set a New Year's resolution every year. Yeah. Where'd that, come, where'd that come from? Um, It was on, it was on a big magazine. I don't even remember which It's one. probably like the Esquire magazine, the ones that say like, hey, uh, yeah. Princess Diana is still alive. Yes. You know, Tupac, sure. Tupac. Why I mean, not, yeah. well, Tupac is still alive. He's you still know, I don't think that many more people, I mean, a lot of people do resolutions, right? Right. But I don't think necessarily everyone does a resolution, right? Like people announce it, but think about people who don't, you know, and we just don't really think about it. So is this number 38 and a half? 39% of people, U.S. population adults, verbalize their New Year's resolution, write their New Year's resolution down, or actually take action to achieve some sort of resolution. That's not successful. These are just people who said, I have a resolution. Does not mean that it's successfully okay. done. All right. All right. So we had some of the top ones. You touched on this I didn't this even already. look at this beforehand. And he kind of yeah. hit all, I was like sitting here, I'm like, did you read ahead? No, like, I didn't look at any of this stuff. <laughs> so to exercise more, to eat healthier, to lose weight- Spend more time with family and friends, which I love. Less time on social media, so I'm literally taking the words out of my husband's mouth. Um, reduce stress of the job. How the fuck do you do that? Like, I mean, I would love to know that. The too. only way you're going to reduce stress of your job is you stop giving a fuck. If you stop giving <laughs> a fuck, you're going to lose your job. And if you lose your job, you're not going to have a financial stability of an income source. Yeah. And now the stress is different. But I mean, unless find a way, I guess, uh, do some yoga at the office. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, to quit smoking. Improve mental well-being and manage finance or finances. Better. I mean, they're all great things. Like yes. everything here. Well, to lose weight could be great for people who need to, and for there obviously there's people mm-hmm. who may need to gain weight as their resolution. Exactly. But so weight management. Let's just call it that. Yeah, that's great. Um, spend more time with friends and family. I think that's a fantastic one. Also, depending on where you live, easier said than done. However, because of COVID, we can get together via Zoom and digital as- uh, means. Right, mm-hmm. yep. um, but then that means you have more time on social platforms. So I mean, right? Yeah. So facto. So okay. All right. So, so that's. A, I mean, the list is. I think I looked at past years. This was from 2022. The last like 10 years that all came through, they were all pretty similar. Yeah, social People media really changed. But yeah, like social media is probably the number one that was newer. But like, yeah, most of them kind of pretty pretty consistent. Um, and then top 10 reasons that people give up on their goals, which I think is <laughs> probably a bigger part of resolutions. So I have a problem with one of these and we'll talk which when is, we get okay. there. Yeah. Going solo. So people have a hard time doing goals, things on their own. So most people end up giving up after a certain amount of time, especially if you have like friends, family, people you're surrounded by that aren't necessarily supporting that goal. That's why, I mean, we're obviously like a, a, a health first podcast right like that's why i feel like if one of your goals is, is weight management and you get a gym membership hire a trainer oh yeah if you're going if you're going to a traditional box gym have a trainer because now you're not doing it alone yes, yes. it's going to cost you more but then you have somebody that holds you accountable or even like you have a friend that you know works out often join them you know something right. like that like not or I'm crossfit not, yeah like or orange group theory fitness. Or yeah group fitnesses are great like that's how i started in college is i went to a bunch of the classes that they offered at the wellness center. All right. Yep. So like 
Yeah, there's lots of ways that you can make it so you're not doing it by yourself. Mm-hmm. High expectations. And that's a huge one, right? Like, I think some people set that bar way too high. And then once they haven't met that goal quick enough, they give up. Yeah, there's definitely going to be a happy medium there, guys, right? Like, you want to set the, the goal to be realistic. And you, this is a word that you have on here pretty much as we get down the thing here. But, like, so you have to set an attainable goal. But you also have to set a goal that's going to be challenging. Like, hey, if my goal is to, like do something stupid easy like do 10 push-ups yeah i mean that, <laughs> i mean for, some people for, yeah, it might be harder people, but tough, like right? something that like you can achieve pretty quickly like you want to challenge yourself some i think right? everybody goes into the new year feeling motivated to do something different and then yeah you know they start doing things alone they their expectations or like weight loss is great right i don't see the scale going down well when you're converting fat into muscle your scale is not going to move shit you may lose mm-hmm. some you may hit a plateau and we see for it all sure. the time how people like are discouraged by that and don't be discouraged and by that. And that leads into our next one is giving up too easily and yep. excitement wears off. Right. Right? It, like that New Year's resolution excitement, that first motivation saying this is going to be a great year after a month doesn't seem so shiny and new and fun. And now it has to come down to that dedication and pushing through that hard wall that isn't just going off of, you know, the fun. <laughs> what I always, and I don't know if we'll reach this later on in the show, but what I always like is when, you know, we talk about weight loss, right? Maybe you have a, a soda addiction. You drink like four sodas a day. The, the, the purpose is not to be like be zero tomorrow. Like go from four to three mm-hmm. for a couple of weeks, then two, like take baby Slow steps to get there, right? Yes. So like when you set these high expectations, you need to have a plan to get to these high expectations. And a lot of people just like want that to happen overnight. And then like, well, fuck it. I'm just gonna go back to living my life because I was happy it was easier. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do something harder when everything else in life is already, you know, obviously all of us are busy. Yep. Um, not enough time, which I mean, that doesn't change. Yeah. I, so I think this is like a, the most common thing I've heard from anyone and everyone since I was in college. And everyone was like, oh, once I'm out of college, it will be better. Once I'm, you know, doing, I have a Once I don't have job, kids, once the kids once are out of the house. Have this. Yeah. Like there's always like a future point that they think they're going to have more time. It never gets better. <laughs> it is, it's hilarious to me because I I skimmed over this one. This is what I didn't see. But like the next one is the one I have an issue with. I also have a huge issue with this one. I, I, I think I think I think not enough time is the biggest bullshit cop out on the planet. I mean, you there's Arnold says it, but like you make fucking time. Yeah, I definitely. Like that's what I've always said is uh, when it came to going to the gym, when it came to, you know, when I was training for a half marathon, whatever it was. It was literally like scheduled into my calendar like a job. Like my hour or two hours, whatever it was that I needed to do for my running, my bodybuilding, whatever it was, it wasn't like an option. Like if you were scheduled to work a two hour shift, you wouldn't just be like, oh, I'm not gonna go because I don't have time, I'm tired. You know, like that, it just wouldn't be a thing. You schedule it into your schedule as if it was part of your job. Oh God, no, I can't wake up an hour earlier. Yes, you fucking can. Yes, like, you can. Go to bed an I hour have kids earlier. or whatever. Okay, we have kids. Thankfully, we have the luxury of a gym here. But if we needed to go somewhere, we would what would happen work. is I would probably be the one to wake up early and go in, come back, and then take care of shit while she went. Like we would make it work. You always, luckily, we have partners with you know whatever. But at the same time, like people make it work if they want it. Right. And that's what it comes down to. And that's the same thing with your next bullet here. No money or not enough money. Okay, what, where, where, I mean, what, what's your goal? Like, is your goal to buy yourself a fucking Maserati? Then yeah, you might not have enough money. But if you want to buy that Maserati, which is a stupid New Year's resolution goal, go find a fucking job that's going to pay you enough to get that mm-hmm. thing. If it's like, I don't have enough money to be healthy, that's bullshit. I don't have enough money to 
what? I mean, if you want to stop smoking, you're going to save money. You want to sure, stop drinking, gonna you're going to save money. There's going to be offerings of like expensive coaches or meal prep companies that will send you food and all these things to make things more convenient, right? But like there's still ways to budget and reach yeah. those goals. There's, I mean, think about, this is the biggest thing, right? Everyone's just like, well, coach costs, for instance, our coach is 300 bucks a month, okay? That's a lot of money. But if it's important to us and that's going to be a, a goal of ours in which we attain it, which is going to help us live longer, there's other stuff in our life that's adding nothing Let's of value. Let's talk about going out to eat. If yeah. you look at how much just going out to we, one we, meal. We just went out today for lunch. What was the, what was the bill? I didn't even look at it. Uh, $46. $46. And what did mm-hmm. we get? We had a glass of water, an unsweetened iced tea, tea <laughs> a fucking salad, and like a, a Thai chicken bowl. That was it. Fifty fucking dollars. So if you cut out four times going out to eat for a very casual meal, most meals are more. This was this was actually cheap compared to a lot. How of much do you pay for Starbucks? Eat. Every time you go to Starbucks, what is that? Um, about six bucks. Six dollars for a cup of Joe. You yeah. fucking kidding? Like, I mean, these are things, right? Like, you can find ways to cut other but, things out that I know maybe something you're used to doing or whatever to attain a goal that will make you feel better. This comes down to mental tenacity, right? Like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, these this cup of joe every day makes me feel good. Does Okay, that's great. Great. Is it going to make you feel better if you can shift gears in your life to be healthier so you can be there an extra 5 years for your kids, for your grandkids? You can to feel good in the clothes that you wear every day, to feel confident, to you know, there's there's a reason you're making it a new year's resolu- resolution, right? Yeah. Like obviously there's a reason if you're looking in the mirror and you just aren't happy What's going to make you happier? That cup of coffee every day or Boom. trying to make a change? Literally, I was just thinking that in my head. I was thinking like, okay, yeah, that cup of coffee or that, that, that chunk of chocolate night makes you happy. You know what makes people really fucking happy? Achieving your fucking goals. For the last two decades, we have been the best kept secret of the supplement industry. We've kept our heads down and worked. We pioneered full label transparency and full therapeutic doses because we believe that truly hard work requires truly effective tools. Two decades is a long time to commit to one pursuit, but when you act with purpose and become centered in yourself, eventually you realize that you were born and bred for this. Things you once thought impossible, you now do every day. We don't like the easy way, just doesn't feel right. We'll take the long, hard road over a shortcut any day. 
It takes longer, sure, but in the end, you know you earned it. And with the right team behind you, pushing yourself further than you've ever been will be just another afternoon doing what you love most. Adding my product is going to help you get to where you want to be. Five percenters is 5% of the people in the world that are willing to do whatever it takes to reach their goals. We're talking about business, success, education. Willing to do whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Cage was born of a need for premium, health-focused products that actually work. We help you lift heavier, run faster, live healthier and achieve your potential. You deserve to trust a company that doesn't cut corners, one that sources the highest quality ingredients. Welcome to Caged. And after the next one is no plan. No plan. What's, what's the common saying, right? If you fail to plan, you're planning plan to fail, fail right? right? So... No plan is actually a plan. You're and that's where, fail. like, the very broad, like, lose weight. Okay, but how? Right? Like, that's that's kind of like, if you don't have a plan to do it, then how are you going to get there? Um, no motivation. What I always see those, like, different reels and motivation videos and all those different things that, like, say, motivation is not what's going to help you achieve a goal. It's simply the dedication, the drive, the like realization that like sometimes you aren't going to want to do it and you're not going to be motivated, but you right. got to do it anyway. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I've never really had it. There are days where maybe I, I, I'm tired, but like if I want to do something, I fucking do it. I just, oh, yeah. I don't, I mean, I understand there are people Especially out there. Especially when you have like a goal in mind, like it's, it's a lot easier. And that's why I always like to have like a specific goal in mind because when you have that, then it's easier to wake up every day and know what you're aiming at versus just getting up to work. I out. don't understand if you're listening to this podcast or watching and you're one of those individuals who are just aren't like self-motivated. I don't get it. I don't get you. Um, you I know, think that's where we're very aligned. <laughs> like I don't understand it either. It's just, I mean, like I don't, I don't wake up every single day being okay with average or being okay with contentment. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't settle. I don't settle. Um, if I don't like something, I fucking change it. That's the number one thing I've always said too is like the moment I realized I didn't like something about myself, like whether it be physical, mental, you know, something on my job, whatever, I made a plan to change it. Like it's simple as that. Like it's not something I just lived with every day being like, I hate this about myself or I hate this about my life. You know, I'm not going to sit here and just be okay with it. I'll like, tell you what doesn't lead to change. Bitching and moaning <laughs> and complaining. Yep. It exactly. doesn't. You can bitch, you can moan, you can complain all you want. I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way these clothes fit. I don't like the way whatever might be. If you I don't, don't like my bank account empty. I don't like this yeah, or that. You know, like you whatever don't it like is. It, fucking make a change. Like, I mean, there's, <laughs> and I think there are some people who try to tiptoe the subject, be like, well, I'm not going to hold your fucking hand. Like, if mm -hmm. you don't like something, you, you, it's your responsibility. It's nobody else's responsibility to fucking change that for you. It's nobody's responsibility to give you a fucking handout. Like, like we're not going to come tap your shoulder in the morning and be like, it's time to work out. You know, like no one's going to be there for you. The only person that's there a hundred percent of the time is you. And it's, it's the way that society has changed has led many people to be lazy and to be okay with average because 
if they fail or they don't have the motivational set to achieve something, somebody else will be there to bail them the fuck out. Oh, yeah. And my mom is a big fault of this. I love my mom. Love her to death. But she would bail my brothers out every fucking chance she every chance that she had to do if they lost their job or they got in trouble with the law like she was the one bending over backwards getting the third job to do it and she's not the minority i think any parent mm-hmm. out there will 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 say and i will say i will do anything i want from or anything i can for my child but However, the best thing you can do for your kid yes. is let them figure the fuck out right like Sorry, I, I don't swear often i <laughs> i just we have two girls a boy on the way it's like ryan says all the time that the second they turn 18, they are out on their own. They are leaving this house. They are not staying here till they're 25. No, like that's my, just I'm, not a thing. I'm not having my grown-ass fucking children live in my house with me. No. I love my girls. I'll, I'll love this little shit. But I will tell you this. I will love them so much that I will give them the tools to succeed in life. And those tools are not a fucking trust fund or bank account that they can sit on their damn asses at home and just do nothing. Like no, they will get out and do something. Not. So if that's you, if you're out there and you're like, ah, I don't like the way my bank account is or I could lose 50 pounds, quit fucking talking about it and just do it. Amen. It's very simple. It's not complicated. It's not even complicated to achieve the things. Like, Find somebody to help you. A, you can always come to us. We're there. Um, like, I th- There's a difference between not knowing what to do and just not doing it. Yeah, exactly. And that's the big thing is like, okay, fine. Like if you really don't have the knowledge that you need to succeed in a goal, find someone to help you right. and make it happen. The biggest thing is if you truly, truly want to make a change, you will. Mm-hmm. And if you don't make a change, you never really want to make the change in the first place. Amen. And you'll find the first cop-out excuse that you can to give up. Um, no self-belief, obviously. That one, so that one's interesting because like, I feel like depending on the the environment in which you were raised and that you grew up mm-hmm. in, like there are some, like I'll use my brother again for example. Like I'm pretty sure my dad treated him like shit. Like he was never given encouragement. I mean, listen, I'm not here to hand out participation trophies. I'm not, I won't do that with my children. No. But at the same time, like you need to acknowledge and give, um, you know. Cheer them on. Cheer them on. Right? Give them like, some, some when love. When they're doing and, like, something good, like tell them they're good. You know, like you need that. Right. Everyone I think, needs that. I think some people grow up or even as an adult feel unappreciated in many situations in their life, whether it be by their bosses, by their family, by their spouses. I mean, like that's mm-hmm. not an uncommon reason to get a divorce because somebody feels unappreciated in the relationship right so like i get that like if you have no self-belief because everybody in your entire life has been telling you that you can't fucking do something um you know there's two things either you start to believe that like hey i i can't do something and you let that negatively impact your ability to actually achieve something or like for example um you know i'll use me like nobody said i could do certain things in wrestling nobody said i could do certain things in business like nobody said i could get a small town usa and do something like, yes i fucking can i'm going to so some people will use it as a chip on their shoulder some people let it will let it like motivate yeah some people will it'll, it'll motivate them and some people it'll drown them and yeah. they will just wake up with I a self-pity party people, being like they said i can't do it they're right i, I can't think do a lot it. of people struggle with that and that's something that i think it's more and more welcomed to be open about this and like ask for help. And that's where I think mental health really comes in. If you're down on yourself every day, if the first thing that comes to mind is a negative comment, if you know, you have a hard time, like even in the gym, like this is the simplest way, but like you're on a set that's difficult. Like, are you sitting there saying you can do it? Or are you sitting there saying that you can't? Right. right? Like it's a very, like, it's how you talk to yourself. And this is something that you can be coached through. Um, and that's obviously a different type of coaching, but like, if that is you, like there is a way to get through it. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, 
couple more things you have on here before we move on with social situations. I mean, that that can play in the many different mm-hmm. things. That's the people you surround yourself mostly with, right? Like that's comes down to family, friends, the people that, you know, you're around every single day. Like, are they going to be sitting there encouraging you? Or are they going to be sitting there telling you, like, why would you do that? Like, give up. Like, let's just keep living life how we have. You, you know? find out who your friends are when you when you dedicate yourself to a certain goal in which makes others feel uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. When they, I think one of the things I noticed the most, especially when you're in a very strict diet, I remember going to family events. I remember going to different things and, like, getting kind of, like, nasty remarks from even your family like saying, oh, like, you're not going to eat with us or, like, oh, you're going to, you know, not participate in this and that. Correction, like, aunt, aunt, whatever. Like, I'm eating with you. I'm just eating what I brought. Like, yeah. Like, it's still there. Yeah, like, I, and I've always been a huge advocate of saying, I don't believe social interaction needs to include me eating the food you eat. And that's just my opinion. I never thought that a social event, like, I should be able to go out to eat with my friends, out to eat, and just be there and have a Diet Coke and hang out with my friends. Like, I don't necessarily need to eat the food that you're eating as long as I'm there Mm. and, like, socially interacting with you. I shouldn't need to make you feel better about the food you're eating by eating it with you. Don't let others make you feel bad about the choices that you make that are going to help you achieve the the New Year's resolution or the goal that you set forth in front of you, right? Like, And it doesn't have to be forever. Like, at some point, maybe after you reach your goal, like, you can have you know, a meal here and there that like is whatever you want to eat. But like while you're in that point where you're trying to reach a goal, sometimes you just have to give up things for a little while. And I honestly like the weight management thing is one thing. I think the biggest um, goal that you could have in which you find out who your true friends are is, is alcohol. Like if you want to give up alcohol and all of a sudden you find that your friends don't call you anymore, don't text you anymore because it heartbreaking. Then your friendship was never friendship. It was drinking a party friends yeah they are <laughs> truly there so like yeah, honestly like if your goal is like i need i have a problem i need to give up drinking and then all of a sudden you find that people aren't calling or checking in on you or visiting you or asking you to hang out mm-hmm. they were never your friend in the first place and that's hard it's a hard pill it's to swallow a real, really it, hard thing to accept it's hard to find genuine people to be genuine friends most people hang out with you because of certain reasons like they want to gain something in that relationship and then there's those genuine people who just want to be there for you and that's Mm -hmm. few and far between um and then so social situation and then what you forget about your goal is that kind of what you i guess this was a list i didn't make these up this was a list that i found as a top 10 reasons oh i forgot i made that resolution well then you're never ever gonna (laughs) do it anyway um let's move on because i like this next part that you have in here because this acronym is not just in the nursing world it's in the business world it's in the um, it's in the motivation world, the leadership world, but it's it's good and you should utilize this specifically at any goal. Whenever you create one, this is the acronym that you need to follow. Write it down. SMART. SMART. Simple, to the point. Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. So, like, let's explain that a little bit for people listening. One, like, right? <laughs> you're, 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 okay, so like, when I, I'm going to say a goal that's not specific and then Danny is going to correct me, okay? Yes. So, we're going to start with S. I want to lose weight. How much weight and what amount, or let's start with, yeah, how much weight? Like, you well, need you're to right, you're very, going to write how much know, weight and what amount of time. But no, because, like, it should be that specific. I want to lose 10 pounds by Valentine's Day, right? I want to lose... Well, on average, one pound a week for the next, you need to be fucking specific. Yep. Specific and measurable is the next thing. So that's, that's where it comes in. Like, are you going to be able to keep track and not just say like, 
a very broad goal with no specific intent. Like you need to have that number, amount of time, everything all in so you can actually measure how you're doing. Right. Like, I mean, so example, like you, if, if a, a specific goal you think is like, I want to travel before summer. Okay, we have a time frame on that, but you're not being very specific. You can't measure it. Like, what's your measurable? Like, one time, two time, right? So, like, be very specific so you can measure it. And I think, like, traveling, too, it's like, where do you want to go? Right. Like, where do, you know, like, you have to be a little more specific than the the, the the This is a good one um, when it comes to, A, achievable. I think a lot of people just read too much, hear too much, think that anything is possible. And, yes, anything is possible, but... It depends on exactly what you're trying to do. Like I saw a post the other day on Facebook and I saw a girl that said, I want to lose 40 pounds this year. And I was like, I mean, and she wasn't. And that's, that's, that, that, that's specific to each person. Cause if you're a 380 pound obese individual, yeah, definitely doable. But she was not that heavy of a person. So I'm like, I feel like that's a very big goal for someone. And I mean, I guess, yes, a year is a long period of time. So at least I hope that she has smaller stepping stones to get there but i just felt like that was a very big goal to yeah. have or i want to be a millionaire by i mean like right like unless you're already making a ton of money yeah. if you go from basically working a part-time job somewhere and you're like i want to be a millionaire by june i mean that, that's that may not be achievable sorry to yeah. bust your fucking bubble but like that's a tough, tough what you know how are you gonna get there do drugs like or do <laughs> drugs like or i mean or do you have like a, a, a yes. uh, you know a creation something like but so yeah achievable means like it has to be um realistic which we talked about earlier i believe somewhere we you mentioned it yeah um relevance is an interesting one relevant i feel like it's hard because obviously achievable all these things but relevant is also I guess more in nursing, right? Like relevant to the actual goal of like what you want for your patient. Um, do you have a different R for the ones that you learned? I'm trying to think. I thought there was a different R because relevancy, I mean, w what's relevant to you, right, is, is being healthy. Like that's the relevancy of the way. So I want to mm -hmm. lose 10 pounds by, I want to lose 10 pounds by June 1st. Um, and that's relevant to me because I want to, I mean, it works. I'm trying to think there is another R, um, and I'll we'll come back to it because I'm sure it'll come up to my it'll come to my attention um, in, in due time. But it, we'll, we'll move on. So time bound um, or time right? Yes. Like make sure there's a time frame attached to what you're doing. So again, mm -hmm. these are all kind of playing the, the specificity specificity. That's a good word. Yeah, whatever how you pronounce <laughs> it um, of of your actual goal resolution um, to begin with. So um, yeah, uh, yeah, that's one of my. Favorite parts of Realistic. any goal that you set Real, she, needs to be specific, measurable, and steps to get there. I think another one is realistic. So achieve, achievable and realistic were like two together. that kind of together. Yeah. 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 Um, so, and, and I think another thing that really helps being successful is how are you going to stay accountable, mm -hmm. right? Like, like I mentioned earlier, you can have a friend that's going to do it with you. That's not always the best way because then you start relying on them. And if they fail, then... Maybe you fail with them, but even like a coach being group in a group, like there's Facebook groups, there's, you know, I know Ryan's not a huge fan, but even like Beachbody, there's like the groups that you go on to, things like that, that like help carry you. So you have other people, you have a community that comes back to, you know, being social situations, the people that are surrounding you. If other people are chasing that same goal, you feel like you're able to reach it. Think about... Think about the what, two of the most important things uh, in, in your life that you go through, life stages in your life. You're held accountable in both. One is education. Mm -hmm. 
you're held accountable by teachers, um, you know, by leadership and those things to get your diploma and degree, whatever you do. The second is your job. You're held accountable by your bosses yep. and the managers. Um, so you go to work each day, you go to school each day, and you try your best, hopefully, to do the best you can to, you know, move on and move up. If your goal is weight loss, like if you don't have somebody holding you accountable, you have, it's self-accountability is very, very difficult because yeah. not many people are wired to hold themselves accountable for their own actions. Like they need somebody there to tell them they're doing good or to encourage them. They need somebody there to help correct them or grade them or correct them. So it's no different with your goals too. Like I think even for us, like we see it too. Like, yes, we can make our own plans now. So it's a little easier, but in general, like having a coach there that you're checking in with every week that you're making, like you're sending photos to, that you're having them review what you're eating, all those things helps you like stay on track, right? Like all of us, if you're not on a specific goal, if you don't have a coach, if you don't have something that you're aiming for, it's easy to just like make that one day that you're just not really on track and that's okay. But when you have a coach, you stay on track better and you've reached that goal faster. Same with us in like our finances. We have a financial planner. I mean, we just, we have mm-hmm. somebody that helps us do certain things because, you know, it's, we're, we, we're better when we have help. And, you know, in our situation, like we hold each other accountable as well. And that's like, if you're in we're a relationship, right? If you're in a relationship and your husband and wife or, or husband and husband, wife and wife, whatever, try to do some of these things together if you can. Like if, if Or at least have them like be aware of what your goal is, be aware of what you're needing to do. Write it down. Like even if it's, you know, sometimes when it comes to eating, like they're going to have to either eat what you're eating or you're not going to be eating what they eat. And that's hard in a family, right? Like that's very difficult. So when it comes to that, like you have to have someone that's there. If they're not doing it with you, that's supporting you and aware that this is what you need to do. So moving, yeah, (laughs) encouragement's big. So planning, um, obviously like that's the biggest thing. All part of your plan is like when you make a new year's resolution and you start the plan, like obviously you need a specific goal in mind. You lay out that plan is part of that plan, finding a mentor, finding somebody that can hold you accountable. Like that's the biggest thing, obviously, right? Like you want to lose weight. How are you going to do that? You're going to join a lifetime huge, huge fan of like journaling, which sounds like really geeky and I don't know if you've ever done this but like I don't when do I, it, but I know you do it yeah I'm I'm huge on it like I like to have a journal even if it's not like you know keeping track of what you're actually lifting all that stuff I'm talking just like wake up in the morning set three small goals for the day like write down like a positive encouraging quote like have something that you're listing out exactly what you need to do have a checklist whatever it is and then also like my big thing is if you're let's say it is, you know, losing weight, whatever it is, like have a day or two days a week set at the beginning of the week that you know that you're going to do your meal prep, like prepping. So you know what is coming. Right. Like it, you need like planning. I know it sounds over the top, but like if you're physically writing all these things down, if you're physically like saying, I need to drink a gallon a day, I need to do this, I need to do that, whatever it is, like it's easier to have that checkbox to say, yep, this is when I'm doing it. This is what I need to do rather than just like waking up in the morning and having like no plan. Right. And so that I've always, when I was on a um, bodybuilding prep, when I first started losing weight back in like 2000, what was it? 17, whatever it was. I definitely had journal and I kept track every single day. Yeah. So I think that's a huge you know, helper. Success rate, New Year's resolutions. I'm going to do a little bit of math for people here. So um, Danny mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that 
50% of U.S. adults make a resolution, okay? So let's just make it easy for people out there. So 38 out of 100 people make a resolution. Out of that, 8 to 12% of those people are successful. So does that mean, okay, so you have 38 people making a New Year's resolution, and I'll just, we'll, we'll go 10% of them are successful. So out of the 38 people, 3.8 people are successful at obtaining their resolution. So 3.8, let's just go four people out of 100 are successful at making a positive change. That's a really change. sad, sad statistic. Now, why, do, why, do, why, why is there another 60% that don't make resolutions? Who knows? Maybe they don't believe them. But think about that. Four out of 100 people, based on a, on a resolution or a, a turn of a, a calendar year, are able to better their life in some way. Whether it's off social media, whether it's through healthy weight management, whether it's through quit smoking, quit drinking, become a better father, like four out of every hundred people, that is it, not even 4% of people because of the turn of the calendar, which I, I, I'm a big advocate, like I don't think you fucking need to turn a, a new year to make goals, but that's just seemingly what we do as a it's society. It's like a good, I think it's just a good time a to like, start. I think people reflect on the past year and see what they didn't like and then coming into the new year, think this is a good time to turn that page. Right. And it's, right? it's but it's, so like, hey, thank goodness at least four out of every hundred people are making a better change uh, during the calendar year. Should it be more? I, I'm hoping that it's more during the calendar year, every day of the year. I think every day you wake up, you should try to better yourself in mm-hmm. some way, shape or form, whether it's, you know, a better financial position, better health position, better whatever it might be. But that's, that's what the math from 2022 shows us is, and it's pretty alarming. Like if you think about that, like, Wow. Okay, so 96 people either failed to make a plan to become better or just failed mm-hmm. at becoming better. Super sad. Um, I think this was actually supposed to be up in the top. The, the next two are actually supposed to be up above. But um, one of the things I always did when I was trying to reach a goal was listening to inspiring videos, podcasts. I always listened to like The Rock and C.T. Fletcher and different people like yeah. that when I wanted, like even during like cardio and stuff like that, just to like kind of get in the right mindset. Um. Anyway, so the last thing, or one of the last things I was going to bring up was just talking about any successful or unsuccessful resolutions that you've had. I, I honestly, I, I'm I'm one of the sixty percent of people that typically don't make resolutions because have you ever? If I did, it would be memorable to me, and so I have not made any that are memorable. I can I don't believe I made one sort of goal that wasn't a New Year's resolution. Um, you know, I've said I want to retire by this age, and here's how I'm going to do it. I said I wanted to have this much money by this age, and here's how I'm going to do it. But it wasn't because a turn of a calendar year. That was just me waking up one day and being like, I want to be the fucking best. I yeah, want to win. I, I want to win at life, and, and it could have been fucking March 13th. I don't care what the date was, but that's. And I'm not saying that to brag about myself at all. I'm just like, that's the way I'm wired. I mean, I was up this morning at 3.30 in the morning in the office working because like, I I don't want to stop. I don't want to quit. I want to keep this fucking ship afloat, moving forward Mm -hmm. at full steam ahead. But again, so like, yeah. So for me, that wasn't like a resolution. Again, I've made plenty of goals. Like, hey, I want to wrestle for this organization. I want to do, um, I'm going to do a bodybuilding show. And I trained for one. They fucking canceled it because of COVID. So like there's- You were on like a six month prep. I mean, so so that that was like the thing for me. But I've never, that I can recall, sat down and said, January 1, we're turning the fucking page. We're doing something different in my life. Because if 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 there was something in my life that I didn't like, I wouldn't wait for the calendar to change. I would just fucking do it. Yeah. I mean, I think, and I told you this yesterday, I've had a couple times where it happened to line up with the new year, but I don't think it was necessarily because it was the new year mm-hmm. that came up. Like I, my very first 
big like change into fitness was my freshman year of college back in 2012. And it was after I saw my photos on my family trip from the cruise. And of course that was over the holidays. So then I made the change like January 1st going back to college. Right. So like that happened to line up there. And then my bodybuilding show, I signed up with my coach like January 4th. And then that's when I had decided I was going to do my bodybuilding show. But I mean, I, I think I've had small resolutions that I've like set for myself, but nothing that was like remarkable or like mm-hmm. crazy. But. Yeah. I think maybe in 2020, I set one saying, I'm going to get this girl to marry me and sure shit. I got it to happen. Here I am. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right. So <laughs> let's bring it back full circle. Cause we are again, a fitness health oriented podcast, whether it be mental, physical, emotional, whatever it might be. So I, again, Danny mentioned this earlier in the show that majority of New Year's resolutions are going to revolve around weight management, weight loss, weight gain, Exercise whatever, more, right? whatever it might be. So that, that says, okay, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to go get a membership to this gym, to this yoga studio, to this group fitness place. Um, I just want to say this, like if you are somebody who goes to the gym on a regular basis, every year you're going to see an influx of people coming after January 1st. I think it's like a regular joke, right? Yeah, like I mean, people always talk about is like, oh, oh yes. here's the craze of the New Year's resolutioners. And I think the good ones, and you hear people on social talk about it, like the good ones should be inviting an offer if asked help. Like the last thing that we should be doing as advanced gym goers is fucking pointing our finger and judging at people because there was a one time in my life, in Danny's life, where we walked into a gym, we felt uncomfortable, we didn't mm-hmm. know what the fuck we were doing and somebody was there to help us out whether it was physically in the gym or via social media. So if you are somebody in the gym who goes all the time and you get into the gym and you want to do, you're doing fucking leg day that day and the squat racks are taking because there's a bunch of new people in there, Find something else to fucking do or just wait. Like, don't bitch. Amen to that. Like, if, so. Be and, encouraging. Cheer them on. Like, honestly, I'm that person that when I see someone new in the gym or I see someone that, like, you you can usually tell when someone is inexperienced, right? Like, it's pretty, not to be, like, judgmental, but, like, it's easy to see. And I'm that person that literally, like, I will cheer you on. I will say a comment. I will say something to them just saying, like, hey, it's great to see you. No, whatever. Like, it. I don't think that like that person or anyone who is like going to give you snide remarks or looks should be welcome. Like they should be kicked out. Like you should be gone. Like you should want everyone to be healthy, fit and living this lifestyle. And I think the biggest thing too, is, so there's, there's two sides to that. One is like, Hey, don't be a judgmental douchebag. Right. The other one is don't offer unsolicited advice. Like don't walk up to somebody and say, you're doing this wrong. Oh, if yeah. you if you do see somebody that is that is performing a movement incorrectly, you can walk up to him and say, "Hey, would you mind if I give you an advice? Would you are you open to taking advice? Are you do you would you like me to show like right like don't go up to somebody and be like, you're doing that wrong. Don't go up to somebody and say, well that looks like shit. Be like, hey, mm-hmm. um, I have some tips for you on this particular movement. If you'd like to hear them, if not, that's okay. And if somebody's new and you're an advanced gym goer, they're gonna look at you and probably know you've been there for a time or two. They're gonna be welcoming that advice with all with with oh, open yeah. fucking arms. So Definitely. there's a difference between approaching somebody and being a dickhead and just being like, you're doing it wrong. Here's how you do it versus would you, is there something like, I have some tips for you on that particular movement you're doing. Like I applaud you for doing it this way, but here I have a few things that could help you maybe improve that. Make Whatever it more might be, right? Or make it better. You That's know. the biggest thing. Um, Definitely. At the end of the day, be a motivator, be a cheerleader. Don't be a dick. Um, 
and that'll help people because that's also a big reason why people quit on their goals because they walk into a place in which they feel uncomfortable. Somebody treats them poorly and they leave and they feel discouraged and they're like, I don't want to be around these fucking people. If that's what those people like are. I don't that feeling like and if, they don't want to come back. If me losing 10 pounds turns me into that dickhead, nah, I'm good. I'm going to go home and eat a fucking pint of ice cream because at least then I'm like emotionally happy. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. Hey, hey, Danny, good work on this one. I think I think it's well well done. Uh, we'll bring some guests on some future podcasts here, but I think this is timely. Um, and uh, you guys heard me say at the opening of the show that no tech Thursdays. I'm going to try that and eventually try that. You know, I've also had some of my friends be like, the first thing they do when they wake up in the morning is they don't check their phones. They go and like get a workout in. I'd like to be able to try to do that at some point too. Because honestly, I'm up at four a.m. No one's fucking responding to their emails at four a.m. I no. just like to get shit done. So. <laughs> you just can't stop. That's just who you are. I mean, I can stop. It's. Now we're getting inappropriate, but uh, <laughs> if you like what you heard here on the podcast, leave a review, hit that subscribe button, whether you're watching on YouTube, listening via iTunes, Spotify, or however you get your podcast. Uh, fitnessinformant.com is the platform. Fitbutters.com is our food business, which we will fill you all in on what we have planned for 2023 in a future episode with some of the guests coming up. But um, I guess until next time, right? Until next time, guys. Let's go. Let's go.